0: This episode of The Secrets Women Keep is brought to you by my personalized, high-touch and bespoke business energetics container for women with service-based businesses that need the medicine of turn-on. Be mentored by me, Lauren White, to curate and cultivate a business and brand that gets you as wet as your absolute dream clients will – your dream clients that are waiting for you to crack open, stop playing small and show them the way. Allow yourself to receive the high quality guidance, wisdom and attention you keep lavishing onto others so that you can finally change the game and grow in all the ways you haven't been able to from trying to do it all on your own. It's time to break up with people-pleasing your lukewarm clients that aren't paying you enough, playing palatable, and trying desperately to fit in when you're primed to stand out and be the peacock. Energy first, strategy second. Welcome to the new wave of femme power in business and beyond. (laughs) Welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I am your secret keeper and confidant, Lauren White. I'm a qualified counselor and sexologist, facilitator of All Things Turn On, author of Permission, and a witty, highly intuitive lounge room dancing introvert. I help you, as an exceptional woman in entrepreneurship, to see, love, and trust all the parts of yourself, especially the unseen. Let's pull back the curtain, light the candelabra, and lift the veil. These are the secrets women keep. Hello, and welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I am your host and confidant, Lauren White, and today we have a truly shamanic guest. Her name is Ashley Sim. Now, I usually do an introduction for my guest, but Ashley is one of a kind. We've worked together for almost six months in a deep one-to-one business mentoring process, and I feel like it would be really empowering if you, Ashley, introduce yourself.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much, Lauren. Um, Of course, you know... I'm never surprised by you putting me on the spot and being able to introduce myself. So I'm Ashley. I am the owner and business operator and shaman of Soaring Sparrow Healing. And I have the opportunity to work with women and empower women on their healing journey and on their journey of self-discovery and really unlocking who they are as a person and who, what unique medicine gifts that they have that is held with inside of them. Mm. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I love what I do.
0: Yeah, you do. You, that's always been at the forefront is your level of investment in what you do and your devotion to it. That's the word I'm looking for, your devotion to what you do and how much it turns you on, how much it excites you, how much you just know that this is exactly what you're meant to be doing. And doing doesn't even feel like the right word but exactly the medicine, to use your word, Mm -hmm. that um, you're here to share with the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, that that medicine aspect is so powerful. And some people might not know like what medicine gifts are. And our medicine gifts are really tapping into our inner trust, our inner knowing, our intuition, and really unlocking what we have to give to the world. Yeah. So whether that's being of, being of service to someone, having the ability to be empathic and feel other people's emotions or having that ability to connect in with that very strong intuition from creator energy or from source energy and being able to provide like provide help to other people, but it's so much more than help. It's so much richer than just helping other people that, that medicine that is locked inside of us is, ah, it's just, we're all being called to do so much more in our lives at the moment. And I Mm. feel that everything that has been happening in the world is really allowed us to go. There's more to this life than, you know, being burnt out and working and going, go, 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 90 million miles an hour. And when we can really own our sovereignty and own our authentic self and own our authentic power, especially as women. And I feel that women are being so called right now to really stand up in their truth Mm -hmm. and to stand up for what they believe in, to stand up for their bodies, for their sensuality, for their their femininity, and really allowing themselves to tap into those unique gifts that they have with inside of themselves to heal those wounds, those childhood woundings, those Karmic woundings that have been handed down those generational woundings that have been handed down and really healing those parts inside of themselves and That allows them to create that ripple effect of Just by working on their own inner parts and their own inner path it unlocks that that healing ripple effect for those who are around them, for their children, mm-hmm. even for their parents is mm-hmm. well. Like it's just such powerful work. And what I've really come to understand being being on this journey for over 15 years is really allowing the assistance to come in. We can't always do it. Ourselves. Mm.
2: Sometimes
1: need that person Mm. to debrief to, to talk through, to help empower us and encourage us. Especially when, you know, we're getting thrown the societal messaging of to be in our feminine power. To be a woman can be perceived as being weak or less than. Yeah. You know, and it just... We need to change that, we need to unlock that, and that is what I love about this work, is that I get the opportunity to work with women to unpack and heal those wounds from childhood, those wounds from the past. and gifting them back such big parts of who they are that they have lost along the way Mm. has been lost through generations Mm. and allowing them to feel whole in who they are as a being so that when those those elements of pressure and stress and anxiety and all of those things that get thrown at us on a daily basis out in the real world, that they have the tools that they need to go, actually, no, I'm not going to allow that person to affect me in this way, Mm -hmm. because I'm on that inner work. I've worked on that. I can recognize what triggers me. I can recognize that this is a situation that I no longer want to be a part of. And I'm going to set that boundary. And I'm going to go, no, actually, you know what? I have the choice to walk away. And that is, and it's not the same for every person. When everyone mm-hmm. I work with, it is, everyone is unique in their own way. Mm-hmm. And has their own unique gifts and medicine that they have that they can offer to the world, and that's what I'm here to help do is yeah. to raise that vibration of the collective, to raise that vibration in women and to empower those women to go, this is who I am and I'm not afraid to show the world who I am, and that's okay. hmm I yeah. feel like
0: so much of what you do is really working with the pillar of sovereignty. Like the, the turn on method is sovereignty, magnetism, eros. And I feel like so much of your work is about removing that mask of self-sufficiency that says keep doing it on your own. Only you can do this. Um, you're the only one that's equipped. No one else can help you. It's not safe to receive help. I feel like so much of your work and the power of it is Working with removing that old mask that's intergenerational, Mm -hmm. yes, and allowing women to root down and rise up in their sovereignty by saying, No more, these are the lines in the sand, this is who I am. I am, like, you use the word whole, I am whole. That's what sovereignty says. It says, I am integrated, I am whole, I am not missing parts or pieces or everything. Everything is already here and I love that. I think there is so much space and Mm. such a high level of requirement for that work to be out in the world and um, the ripple effect that it has on other people is so much richer than we'll ever give it credit for. And that's what I love about what you do is like how you referenced it's about, it's about re. Um, how should I put it? About rejigging those old rejigging. That's not the right word, but rejigging those old karmic patterns. Re, yeah. What would you call it?
1: Um, I actually really? really quite like that term rejigging, because <laughs> um, that's <laughs> know kind of really what it's like. we're really we're rewriting it.
0: Yeah, rewriting. Re-
1: yeah, um, but I love that term rejigging. Okay. I might say- <laughs> Um but yeah we're rewriting the that generational programming. We're rewriting that karmic that karmic path, you mm-hmm. know, and we're breaking the cycles. Like I have so many of the women that come to me and they go, "I've noticed that my mom does this, my grandmother does this, my grandmother's mm-hmm. grandmother did this, and I don't want my kids to be doing this." I don't yeah. want them to be carrying this hurt. I don't want them to be carrying this feeling not good enough about themselves. This, um, you know, this belief system that they have to work until they are absolutely exhausted. Mm. And I know for me that that has been a massive learning for me, especially with that transition of, you know, working a day job, I like to call it my normal person job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your average person job.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, and so working a normal person job five days a week, building a business, working on a relationship, you know, focusing on self care and, and all of that, it just, it got to this point where it was too much. Mm. And what I realized that I was doing was this pattern of if you are not exhausted when you come home at the end of the day that you have not worked hard enough.
0: Yeah. Well, I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and, and that, like, that seems to be a big one for, you know, for a lot of us, especially as women who feel that we have to prove ourselves in some
2: mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and I love what you said about that mask of, of sovereignty and sorry, but removing that mask and being in that sovereign self. You don't have to prove yourself to anyone. Yeah. Because you are exactly who you are. Mm. And one thing that I feel is really powerful that just came to me as well that I really want to share with everyone who's listening right now is you are not broken. Mm. You are not broken. You don't need to fix yourself or Mm. fix anything.
2: Mm.
1: It is about standing in your personal power, owning what is going on for you, allowing yourself to feel those emotions that are coming up and going, okay, I've got this, now what am I gonna to do to work through it?
2: Yeah.
1: We don't need to fix ourselves and we live in a society that tells us that we need to fix and that we need to be perfect and we need to look perfect and we need to do all of these things. Mm. And it's not about that. It's about being, being okay with who you are. Mm. And working and moving through that yucky stage. Mm. And it doesn't always have to be hard work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It can be fun.
0: It can be pleasurable and enjoyable. And actually on that note, let's talk about the work that we've been doing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's been intense. Oh, Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go there. Let's go Excellent. there. Let's do it. We know um, I like, I a good like to go to you. you recount the version of how we came to work together? Because I think it's a really cool story.
1: <laughs> um, well, so to, to start with, um, the place that I was actually working at previous to here. Um, the owner of the business, her and I had had a meeting and she's like, Oh, I've been listening to this amazing podcast. You need to, um, you need to listen to this woman. And I was like, okay, sure. She's like, it's right up here, alley. And I was like, okay, great. Um, and I listened to your very first um, podcast with um, with Susie. Mm. And my mind was just absolutely blown. I was like, Oh my God, this woman, like she is my person. Like she is my people.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: And so I started following you and you, you did a post, a beautiful post on social media. And I can't even remember what it was. I just remember the word freedom. Mm. And at that moment I was like, I need to get out of where I'm at. I really need this change. I really am ready to step into my business. And I just don't know how to do it. I'm over delivering and I'm undercharging Mm -hmm. and I'm burning out and I just, I need someone to guide me. I need, Mm -hmm. I need help. And your post popped up and I was like, this is the person. (laughs) (laughs) This is the person. And it's so funny. I remember to this day, like when I decided to start working with you and we had our initial connection call and I was like, I'm in. Like, I'm like, I don't care what it is. Like, I knew that I needed to do it. And I remember going to my partner and I told him and he was like, okay, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you done any other research? Like, have you looked at other business coaches? Like, you know, is there somebody else out there that you might, you know, connect with? And I was like, no, like this is, this is the person, like, this is who I'm meant to do this work with. And uh, it was so funny because the second that I think I paid the remainder amount of my invoice and it was like two days later that my job had pulled me into the office and was like, this isn't working anymore. Um, You need to come up with an exit plan strategy. When are you transitioning into your business?
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> well, then I was like, ah, uh, Bug-eyed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should see your eyes right now. <laughs> And it was um and it was so interesting because I remember our message exchanges around that time. I remember the anxiety of that for you, but I also yeah. remember you saying, This is what I value and love so much about you is that um you're very adept at going, this is the thing. I, I'm noticing that I'm like feeling a bit reactive and whatever the reactive kind of feeling state is. And then you say, but then I was asking for a challenge. Like I was asking spirit for a challenge. And so no. I'm getting what I ask for. <laughs> like I can't complain about that. I just need to root down and rise up i need to be the sovereign in this situation so yeah. um that's what i love about you is like you're so your humanness like you say to me this is what i'm feeling but then and it's not about speed but very efficient you're very efficient at going i'm feeling this i'm just feeling it okay this is what i'm gonna do this is how is i'm gonna approach it this is how i'm gonna sit with it this is how i'm gonna like you're And that's what I think makes the whole difference in your experience of satisfaction in your life is it's not that you feel the hard things, it's the attitude, the approach, the energy, the mindset, all of those things combined that you, um, in the way that you step forward to that, that makes, that makes all the difference in terms of how much you have evolved over our time together.
1: Hmm, definitely. And I remember people telling, like, saying to me, you are so (laughs) self-aware. It's like, yeah. And I remember, (laughs) you know, in the early days, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, I am. And like, is it a, is it a blessing? Is it a curse? Is it like, you know, because I think that when, you know, when we are so in in alignment and in tune with what we feel, how we feel, and we give ourselves permission to actually feel those things, Mm. it allows us to acknowledge them. And then for some people that can be a bit confronting because they're like, well, you know, you're angry right now. And it's like, yeah, I am angry right now. And that's okay. Like I'm allowed.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: I Like I just remember one day I was I was so angry and I just remember driving to work and I'm in my car and I'm like clenching the steering wheel for dear life. And I'm like yeah. breathing, and I'm like, <sighs> <sighs> and I just needed to let out. And I just let out this massive scream as I'm driving to work in the car. And I'm sure people that were driving past me were like, Oh my God, what is this woman doing? Like, What is wrong with her? But it was such a somatic release that needed to happen in the body. And that's with that being self-aware and, you know, allowing yourself to acknowledge those emotions that are actually coming up for you Mm -hmm. and going, okay, I'm feeling this. How do I shift it? You know, and you don't necessarily need to to pick it apart and understand the ins and outs of why you're feeling that way.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
1: half the time, I have a breakdown in the kitchen, standing in the pantry because I don't know what to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not necessarily because of the food that's presented to me, or I don't know what I want. There's something else underneath that. But sometimes we don't actually need to go back and re-traumatize ourselves to remember exactly why we're feeling that way.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's so true. It's not always necessary. It's not always required.
1: No, and it's just about going, you know what, I just need to have a cry. Mm. I just need to have that scream. I just need to do this. Yeah. But yeah, it's that, you know, and I do definitely agree with you, Lauren, that this experience for me working with you. You know, it has been so powerful in the fact that I can recognize those moments, and you know, when I'm ha- like, there's times where I just remember sending you a message, and you go, "So, like, do you have a question? Do You have a question." <laughs> I
2: was like,
0: "Okay, happy to listen." Do you actually have a question? <laughs> vent city, and it was like, "Yeah, that's me." Sometimes it's like, and then you go, "No, I just needed to vent." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> like-
1: You know, and sometimes we just need that person
0: (laughs) to listen
1: and not to judge and not to fix. Like we live in this world and in this culture where there is so much of that toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. And I will wholeheartedly admit I used to be one of those people. Mm -hmm. Like someone would be like, oh, you know, I've had the worst day. This has happened. This has happened. And I would go, oh, but look at everything that you have to be grateful for yeah you know and there's nothing i just want to preface there's absolutely nothing wrong with gratitude and being grateful for what you have what i am saying is that it is also very important and very powerful to acknowledge how we feel Mm. okay you're but not getting not allowing yourself or allowing the other person to get stuck in that oh poor me victim mode Mm. either but so there is that very fine balance, but it's going, okay, you're having a really crappy day. I see you. I hear you. What do you
0: need? Mm. Well, or in- what do you want? Sometimes the question want? is what do you want? It's like, <clears throat> like maybe your needs are met and you just have a desire and that's okay as well. It's okay to get upset if you're not having one of your, if one of your desires isn't met or you're feeling Yes. Yeah, feeling at odds at that. I just, I just, I mm-hmm. hope you don't mind me inserting that into the conversation mm-hmm. because I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes we think we have to be um, in need to cry. It's like maybe it's just like we're really mm-hmm. frustrated because our desire, like we're we're not in a good place with our desires. Just our human mm-hmm. pleasurable want, being touched, being
1: hugged. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel that with everything that's happened in the world, that it did cause this, this massive separation in we can't be, you know, 1.5 meters away from everybody, mm. you know, and it, it caused this, this need for us to be hugged, to be touched, to be felt, you know, and I love the fact that, yes, when we're having a bad day, it's not necessarily about what you know, what we need or what we want, but it is that desire as well. Yeah. What are we, what is, what desire isn't being met?
0: Yes,
2: you
0: yes. Know? And have to ask that, it doesn't mean that you're not grateful. It doesn't mean any of that it's a, a, part of my work. And mm. I feel like this is a thread of your work that's getting stronger. Is mm. a, a, you've got your needs met. Let's let's speak in the language of your desires. Like technically you need to, mate. You do have, and yes, be grateful. You've got the roof over your head. You've got, yeah. you know, all the things that you have. You don't have to question where your next meal is coming from, all of that. But let's elevate and go, okay, acknowledgement of that and, my favourite word, and um, maybe this is more about your desires and that's just as valid. That's yeah. just as valid as your needs. We don't have to be living in survival mode. You can be in thrive mode, which yeah. speaks the language of desire and yeah. want and what you would like to receive and what you would like yeah. to embody. Um, and yeah. I feel like the more you do this work for yourself, the more that's coming through your work. Yes. That you're You are edging out of just talking about survival mode a little bit is what I'm noticing, yeah. and I feel like that's, um, you can still speak to survival mode and that your clients will still be coming to you um, in that state, especially when there's um trauma that's been reactivated and he- healing they're coming yeah. to you for for healing and unlocking um, those gifts that you spoke into earlier but that also your the more you speak and live in the language the language of your desires, the more your clients are going to come to you with that as right. well.
1: Yeah, 100%. And you're right, Lauren. Like, I have really started to embody more of that. Of what do I desire? What is it that I'm wanting more of? Because, you know, and like, I even look back at where I was, you know, a couple of years ago. And like, like I said, I've been on this journey for over 15 years and um of this self-discovery and learning who I am and, you know, healing those parts of myself and healing that inner child. And what I didn't realize until a few years ago was that I was so stuck in victim mode.
2: Mm. And it wasn't
1: necessarily that, oh, poor me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but it felt like an elevated version of the, oh, poor me. Got it. Got <laughs>
2: That's
0: it. That's real. Um, yeah, yeah. Yep, got it.
1: So it was like this sense of oh well I act like this because this has happened to me or I'm reacted like this or I'm triggered like this because this happened to me yes. or this person had done this yeah so it was like this sense of I wasn't necessarily taking accountability for my mm-hmm. part in it and mm-hmm. um, you know yes we all have had stuff that has happened to us we've all had forms of traumatic experiences or woundings throughout our childhood. Mm. And since I've really started to embody and unlock this work and unlock these parts of myself, what I've come to realize is that those people that have done those things is that they were doing the best that they possibly could
2: Mm -hmm. with the tools and the
1: knowledge that they had. And now it's my responsibility to break that. Yeah to go, I d I don't want to be like that. I don't want to teach my children that. Yes. I don't want to, you know, show other women that, you know, to be able to do this you have to have gone through this. You know, whatever the
0: situation yeah.
1: might yep. be. Yeah. Um But yeah, like and and pulling myself out of that that victim mentality in that victim That's mode.
0: Well done.
1: So powerful. But it's now really funny because when I when I meet with people and I speak with people who are still so far in that victim mode that just do not want to help themselves because they like the drama. Yep, and and that's okay. Like it's okay to like the drama. Yep. At some point, you've got to make that that decision: is do you want to continue to be stuck in this "oh poor me" victim mode mentality, or do you want to? Create a more sovereign, a more aligned, a more powerful version of who you are as a whole.
0: Mm. You
1: know, yeah, but yeah,
0: because yeah, you've done that, you've done yeah. that, and um, I really want to know. Actually, yeah, I'm curious because we've never technically had this conversation. Yeah, um, but. Do you feel like you've removed any of the metaphorical masks since we started working together? Oh, 100%. (laughs) Oh, you do? Okay. All right. Cool. I I literally did not know what your answer was going to be. Like, I was just like, (laughs) I'm just going to throw this out into the void. (laughs) I'd love to know what, yeah, what what do you feel, what metaphorical masks do you feel like you're wearing, and and, and what have you done to remove them?
2: Hmm.
1: Yes. Um. So I feel for me that like I'm still slightly peeling off that mask of perfection. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. 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 You know, that's a that's a um, tough. That's that one's hard
1: one. <laughs> it's
0: a sticky one.
1: It really, it really, really is, and um, yeah. But I feel like I've really started to pull that layer back, and. Allowed myself to sit in those imperfections,
2: Mm. and what
1: I really like to say now is I'm perfectly imperfect
2: because we can't.
1: We get we just it's it's physically impossible, and I feel like since working with you, you know, like I grew up where I, my family, and even myself held me in a very. Um, Like, I almost felt like I was on a pedestal all the time.
2: Mm -hmm. And that I had to be
1: on and I had to be, you know, I had to be just that person. Like, I had to just do. And I never complained. Well, I'm sure I probably complained. But (laughs) my family's listening to this. But, Um, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, it, like just allowing myself to go like, well, you know what? I don't want to be on that pedestal. Like I just want to be in that authentic version of myself. And I feel that that like doing this work and moving those masks, that that's something that has really come through over the last couple of months is owning my, like owning my own truth, speaking my truth, really standing strong in that, in that energy, and not worrying about what other people are going to say, or what they're going to think, or how they're going to judge me in that in that moment. So I feel like I've really removed layers mm-hmm. of, of that, um, you know. And I feel like where I'm really exploring now is more in that um, that era, eros, um, eros. Thank you. (laughs) Um, In that sensuality, like that's really where I feel that I am now kind of working in that aspect of wearing those masks and loving my body and really allowing myself to connect with that feminine side. Like Mm. I've been so much in the masculine side for the last 20 odd years you know, that it's now time to come more into that flow, more into that sensual energy, more into that feminine side of, you know, allowing those emotions to flow, allowing that energy to flow, mm-hmm. allowing my desires to be met. So that's definitely a mask that I'm... Um, peeling off
0: more now. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've made really big strides and um I know that you've um been in two memberships of other guests that I've had on the po- podcast as well one of them being <laughs> um Rosie Reese's membership um mm-hmm. she we did the um Secrets of Squirting episode and Um, You've also been in the membership of Tracy Harris's Social Method Society. So it's almost like this beautiful little web, (laughs) women's work that you've been been accessing. (laughs) This um, web of work that you've been accessing. And it's really, um, I'm mentioning that because you've really, really, I feel like you've really removed the mask of self sufficiency. I don't even feel like you have it anymore because you, um, enlist the help that you need and the support that you need and you ask the questions. So I feel yeah. like you and your sovereignty. Okay. Granted, you're working on the perfection one. That's, that's sticky and that's very old for you. Um, but yeah. that self sufficiency one does in my eyes doesn't even, yeah, like your sovereignty is radiating at. most definitely. That's what I've witnessed over our time together.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, that you know, that self-sufficiency mass, like I remember, you know, even even prior to me working with you, so even going back like six months, Mm. uh, I struggled to ask for help.
2: You know, like
1: that was a hard thing. It was like, oh well, you know, it and again it was that programming, that generational programming. Well, if it's not gonna be done right, just do it yourself. Yeah. And yeah. like, oh gosh, that that I just that yeah, that's a very old program. Um, which just doesn't belong to me anymore. Like that's yeah. just not it. And even with women who come to work with me, it's it's also about I don't want to work with everybody. <laughs> mm, selective and discerning.
0: That's a sovereign
1: and it's and it's coming to that point of going Okay, I wanna work with the women who wanna go deep and who are willing to invest in themselves and really want to create change. Mm. And if we are not the right fit and, and the same thing goes because just because I don't want to work with everybody also means that not everybody wants to work with me.
2: Yeah.
0: That's both ways. Because,
1: you know, and for me, I guess really understanding that I am now not afraid to go, look, I don't feel like I'm the right fit for you, but hair, hey, have a look. Like I've got other people in my network that may be better suited for what you're currently working on mm. and what, what level you are currently at. mm and since making that realization yes like it's been so empowering to to not have to i guess be in that scarcity mindset of going i just want i just want to work with everybody i want to help everybody and i think as healers we very often fall into that of I just want to help. I want to help people feel better. I want Mm. to make
2: people
1: feel a certain way. I want to help heal people. Look, I'm, I'm going to be straight with you. I am not here to heal you. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yes, I am a healer, but I'm not here to heal you. I am here to empower you. I am here to reclaim parts of yourself that have been lost Mm. throughout time or You know, I do also do work within past life stuff as well. So, you know, and and reclaim that back to who you are as a person and empower you with the tools to integrate that within who you are Mm. to really allow that to
0: flourish and to grow. Mm. Great word. Yeah. Mm. Great word. I agree it's not about no one heals someone else mm-hmm. all or what a what a truly exceptional healer does is they impart the tools for people to generate that healing within themselves and soothe yes. those wounds within themselves and that way they've got the most sustainable version yeah. of healing as opposed to the dependent version where I need you to heal me and I can only be healed if i'm in your presence and you are you are yeah. working directly with me. So mm. yeah, i love that you i love that you reference that and i feel like we had a powerful conversation just recently actually you and i
2: mm. and it was
0: about trust. Yes. And I feel like you're speaking to all the old you about scarcity. I need to do this. I need to have what I I call it like the octopus arms. It's like all the energetic tendrils going out from you, like to everyone, kind of like a maypole where, like, you know, you dance and there's all the ribbons. You're like that. It's just like everywhere. You have refined so beautifully over our time together. And I'm wondering, refinement does not mean ease. Like just to put that out there, I know you know that, but maybe listeners um, haven't put those two concepts together. It has its own challenges, but the challenges are worth it because you were speaking to me just recently about trust. Can you tell me what it feels like to be in full trust of your work and your vision and your mission, even when it feels like, the evidence isn't there because that's what trust is it's like feeling that even though the evidence isn't there can you tell us what it what it feels like to be in trust in your work and your life
1: oh yes and this has been such a massive part of this journey for me um this trust aspect oh I just, uh, like, I'm just at a loss for words right now because I'm just feeling it in my body. Mm. Um, and for me, really being in that trust, it just, it's like this powerful energy. To me, this is what it feels like is it's like this powerful energy bubble that is just around me that is just calling it in. And that's what I feel like I've been doing is I've just been calling in those soul clients. I've been calling in all of this beautiful energy. And now it's just it's almost like coming and sitting in stillness with it. Mm. It's like, okay, I've done like I've done the work. I've done the hard yards Mm, (laughs) in that sense. I've become very clear in who I want to work with, what I'm here to do. Mm -hmm. And I feel that having that clarity in my work, that it's like it's it's there. And yeah, it just, for me, it's just that it's fully being embodied in it, if that makes sense.
0: Like it's a very
1: hard feeling to describe because I feel that trust is, yes, it's a word, but to me it's a feeling. It's not just a... Yeah, I trust you. It's no, no, no. It's so much more than that. And it's, and it's inside of us. It's in our body Mm -hmm. and it's in, you know, for me, I work a lot with, with source energy and with mother earth. Like, I'm a very earth, earth grounded baby. (laughs) No, I'm not a baby. I'm a woman. Um, (laughs) but (laughs) but I'm definitely like, you know, so when I have those moments of, where, you know, even though we can always be in that trust mentality and that trust feeling, but we do have those little tidbits of moments where it's like, okay, for me, when I have those little moments, it's about coming back to Mother Earth. It's about feeling her support. It's about feeling the support of my community around me. And it's about just going, you know what? No, I've got this. Mm -hmm. And for me, this work that I do, there's so much magic in what is created in this work. And I just look at the women that I have worked with over the last few years and especially over the last couple of months,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, because my healings have definitely grown and strengthened and how I offer them has completely changed. Um but, you know, just seeing those women go, you know, I, I have the tools that when I'm feeling anxious, I can now recognize it and it doesn't take me as long to come out of it. You know, the, the women who go, Oh, I actually feel like I can communicate my needs and my desires now. I don't feel like I am constricted. And probably the number one comment that comes as soon as I finish a healing, women go, Oh my God, I can actually breathe. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know, like I can actually take a breath. Like I, and it's almost like they feel like it's this first breath that they've been able to take in years.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow. And for me to see those transformations and to watch that growth and to see them flourish within their own environments and with their children and with their jobs and with their careers and with their own businesses as well like just having that that magic to see that and you would see this a lot in your work as well Lauren like mm-hmm. to see that growth like for me I I don't want to be anywhere else like this is exactly where I'm meant to be and it's that feeling in the body it's the like I'm covered in goosebumps right now yeah <laughs> you know and that to me is trust it's Mm. about you know just that undeniable knowing and then that feeling in the body that like this is where I am and I'm not going anywhere Mm, yes and I love like you recently did a post about um I'm not here to make you comfortable yeah. if I make yep. you uncomfortable, not. I'm doing my job
2: yeah
1: you know and that that post resonated with me so much mm. because you know yes I am here to empower other people but at the end of the day I want you to be a little bit uncomfortable because yeah. that's where the growth is when you're challenged and when you're pulled out of that comfort zone, that's where we grow mm. You know, and even going back to when I first decided to make that investment in myself to Mm -hmm. work with, like that was such massive growth. And that was like, that was a challenge, (laughs) you know, um, I knew within myself that it was what I needed to do, but it was about explaining that to my partner that this is what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah i mean he's has like he's being so beautiful and so supportive um like i even said to him last night i was like i'm really excited to do this podcast and you know like talking about all of this stuff and he's like you've got this yeah
2: like,
1: <laughs> totally You got this <laughs> I'm like, I'm a bit
0: nervous, I'm a bit anxious. Like you got this, like you're totally fine. Totally got this. Totally. I have just um I mean I know our, our time together in our container isn't over, but I've just had such a blast and so much so much joy and deep satisfaction and pleasure. Like and I'm talking deep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as well as the fun moments as well of like catching up and you know, the private dinner and um, lunch and that sort of thing. Um, it's just given such deep satisfaction to see how, like to work with someone who's so receptive. And that's my, that's one of my standards is that level of receptivity. And that's a very feminine trait as well. So you really are in your full femme power, um, because you're so receptive to, a mix of, well, always, as we say, energy first, strategy second, and um, receiving a mix of like the practical and the intuitive as well. And then taking that and making it your own as well. Like you've always, you've just been such a stellar star dreamboat client in that regard. And um, the quality of what you are offering you've always been quality, but transmuting that into your offers, oh my god, that bar um, mm. I don't want to call it a bar because that's very um, you know quantitative, but like that has just <laughs> exploded like that that quality trend of you transmuting into your offers and experiences for women that feel your energy and feel the gifts that you have has just gone into new like gone to new stratospheres and mesospheres and I'm being my mic cuz I'm getting excited so <laughs> um it's major turn on energy ashley and i just really really want to um give you all my words of affirmation and say you've like you're really you're doing the thing and you being in trust is just It's everything and this is more trust is a deep lesson that so many of us are here to learn and that so many of us just struggle to grasp and we go into our heads about it and you're right, it is a somatic experience. It lives in your body. Trust does not live in your mind. It does not live in your mind. Your mind will have a field day with it and be like, I'm trying to trust. It's like, no. No. You either trust or you don't. You either feel it in your body or you don't feel it. Yeah. And if you don't feel it, you're probably not in trust. Cause when you are in trust, it just goes just radiates throughout and ripples throughout every um cell of your being. And it's incredibly powerful and incredibly nurturing. Like it's you feel supported, even though you don't have the evidence that you're supported. You just feel yeah. it. Um yeah. yeah. And that's what I've witnessed. Um, That's what I've witnessed in you over our time together. Um, What would you say to anyone who's thinking about working with me on their business energetics in a one-to-one process? Just do it. (laughs) Okay, just do it, yes.
1: (laughs) Um, No, honestly, like that that feeling of so a couple of things. So one, that feeling of actually investing in yourself because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, it it's not necessarily about Lauren and working with Lauren. It's about investing in who you are as a person. It's about investing in your journey and investing in your business and what you want to see and grow within your business. Mm-hmm. So that's the first and first thing that comes to mind is really embody and feel empowered to invest in yourself because you are worth it Mm. 100% Mm. hands down you are worth it and the other thing is working with Lauren that support that you get like it is nothing like I've ever experienced before ever Mm. other than probably in my own work that I do (laughs) (laughs) just gonna pop that in there um (laughs) But like I just I like the fact that I can send you a message at any time. Well not any time, obviously still respecting the boundaries of yeah. you know you um but just being able to have that go to person of going this is what I'm feeling <laughs> But I feel like what has been the most beneficial for me has been the change in language, the change in
2: mm-hmm.
1: how Ooh, I... this turns me on. I love this. Yes. <laughs> the change in how I communicate and having those moments of going, okay, hey, Lauren, I'm thinking of doing this or, you know, um, you know, what do you feel about this response? Like how does that feel? And for Lauren to go, okay, you know, like giving me that power back and going, well, you know, how do you feel about it? Um, and then going, well, if we make these tiny, tiny little tweets, feel like can you feel how that is so much more in alignment and so much more empowering or whatever it might be? Mm. I feel that that in itself and how I communicate with my clients has changed substantially.
0: Mm. And
1: Like even if you go back and you look at my social media and you look at my posts from yeah, six do it to now,
0: yeah, do it.
1: Just the quality, yeah, that's coming through. And you know, I love the fact that, like Lauren, you're so onto it that you know, I'll post something and I might not be, I might be sitting in that strategy first instead yes. of energy
0: first. Head he energy. You're
1: like, take it down. <laughs> Don't do this.
0: Take it down. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: you know, and just that, that moment of like, Oh crap. That like, that really actually came from that place of, Oh, I really should just post because I need to post something. So I haven't posted anything for a day or two. Yeah. 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 Um, You know, and just that, like having that person to, like, I sometimes feel like you stalk my social media, (laughs) (laughs) like in the best possible way, but like, it's just, it's so powerful. And then the flip side of that, when, you know, when I'm doing something and I'm showing up and I'm in that authentic version of me and... I post something in that energy and you just send me a message straight away, like a direct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Bang on. (laughs) Total turn on. Um, yeah. You know, so if you're looking at growing your business and if you are someone who is sitting in that wanting to break through different income levels and Mm. wanting to and when I say expand, I don't necessarily mean growing bigger and more. It's about expanding that network. It's about expanding who you are as a person, expanding how you want to show up for your clients mm. um, and how you want to be of service and feeling valued. And I think that's a really big thing. That I learned really early on working with you was that what my value and my worth was as a practitioner, Mm -hmm. and really, I'm gonna get emotional here. Go for it! (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) Like, going, (laughs) Um, but really seeing that light shed on how much I was actually giving out to the community and if i were to continue at that level i would be at that point where i would actually be bitter about Mm -hmm. what
0: yes yep
1: and it's because of the fact that i would be constantly living in burnout yeah and being able to shift that perception has been so powerful and having that support person of like, I just know that I can just send you that message or that email and going, I'm having a meltdown right now. SOS.
0: Mm, SOS.
1: <laughs> SOS. And you're there. Yeah, And it's like, it doesn't matter, you know, and I'm sure you know that you have so much going on in your, in your circle and what you're creating and what you're doing and your are other clients, but for me working with you, I always felt like I was
0: your number one priority. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I love that. Oh, my God. I love that you said that, Ashley, because one of my core values in my work and something that I want everyone everyone who works with me one-to-one to feel, it's it's different in a group experience. So in one-to-one, I do want you to feel like you are my only client and you are my only priority in my work. The second thing is I believe everyone wants to be VIP. Everyone mm. wants to be VIP in their life. Anyone that says that they don't want to be a v- VIP isn't completely telling the truth. Everyone, <laughs> wants to be, everyone wants to be treated as the special, unique person that they are. And mm. so whoever comes to me, it's like you get the attention, which is my highest currency. Like this is worth more than money. You get my attention. Um, that's what you're paying me for. That's why yeah. you're investing in yourself is to have someone's eyes and ears and intuition in your life and in your work so that you can be fortified to do that wholly and completely for yourself. So I'm really, I'm actually really glad you said that because that's yeah. my intention with every one-to-one client is that you feel like you're the only client. I don't, any, I don't ever want a one-to-one client to get the dregs. You yeah. do not get the dregs. No mm. one get. No one should get the dregs, Like really, oh. if, if anyone, if I'm in that drag, if I'm, if that's all I've got to give. Then I shouldn't be doing anything with anyone, whether it be social media, podcasts, free or paid, or other anything in between. So yeah. I do want everyone to feel that. So I'm ecstatic that you said that because oh. that's actually one of my big desires. Um, yeah. So you've met, you've successfully met one of my desires by yeah. sharing. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so now I feel successful. <laughs> that is success to me that is success in my work is that you feel that way and you get the like as you get the transformation both the transformation and the attention and the personalization yeah and feeling like you're the number one priority you should you should be you're investing and I take that so seriously I really respect it immensely respect it yeah
1: and I feel the other the other thing as well is your honesty like mm. your truth you know you don't you don't sugarcoat things <laughs>
0: <laughs> not here to I'm keep you not.
1: comfortable <laughs> no. and I absolutely love that because yeah. and I even find like within the work that I do is that I'm not here to to baby you and mm. be like oh never do it like No, I'm here to hold space for you. I'm here to push you out of your comfort zone. And that's what I really love about what you have offered me is you've pushed me out of my comfort zone. um, What about this? Or I say something and you go, hold on a second. It's like, let's, let's just think about that.
0: Yeah. It's palatable. Let's think about that. Before you want to be the cardboard cracker, can you be the peacock?
1: (laughs) Can we choose the peacock? (laughs) You know, and that's what I really love is that that undeniable, authentic, truth, mm. like straight shooter, you know, mm. you just, you say it how it is mm. and obviously it like, and it is always coming from that place of, that place of love, that place of Definitely. approach and, Definitely. you know, and that's so important when we're working with other people you know, and, and it's never like, even anytime I come to you with an idea, it's never being no, don't do that. Mm, it's being, what do you feel? How do you think your, your ideal client is going to respond to that? Yep. You know, yep. how, how would you respond to that?
0: Mm, and- I love that question. Yeah. Yeah. would so you, you would. want to do this offer? Would you like yeah. this to you new one if you saw this offered? And I think yeah. um, I'm again, really, really glad you brought that up because we can forget that. It's like, we're usually offering things that we want to receive. Like that's just human nature when we're in a service-based business, especially a service-based business for other women, it's like, we've noticed a gap. Um, yeah. We've noticed that there's something that we would love to do, or we would love if it was out there. So we're offering it. So if it doesn't turn, if you saw advertising, it wouldn't turn you on, it's not going to turn your ideal clients on. Bit of a tip mm-hmm. there for anyone listening who has a service based business. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Ashley, I just adore you and I love your business. It is heart, it is full blown. Heart and soul and everything in between. It is just your essence is imbued in it. It's, um, I've got no doubt your cords soaring, sparrow healing. I've got no doubt I'm going to continue to see you soar in all the ways. And, um, I'll be watching no matter whether we're engaged in the work or not. I'll be, I'll be watching and double tapping and cheering. On. <laughs> And I would love it if you could tell everyone what um, your social media handles are and what your website is, um, because they're naturally going to go have a little sticky beak of what you do after this. <laughs> sticky beak away. <laughs> <But> don't <laughs> lurk with Ashley. Don't lurk with her. Reach out. No. She's the most like approachable, friendly you know, Libra and lover, there is out there. So go say hello to her. <laughs> but where my can we find
1: connection. you? Like, like my connect- love language is Beyond Ah, like I'm about connection and going deep. Yeah. So, like, please, you know, reach out to me. Send me an email. Send me a message. I'm always up for a chat. Yeah,
0: um, Jesus, you know. By the way. <laughs>
1: You can tell I talk
0: a lot. Some people um, say that, and it's like, no, you are genuinely always up for it.
1: I know, sure I'm, not, I'm sure you've, you've noticed that in our DMs. Yeah. Um, but yes, our um, yeah. So my social media so is at soaring.sparrow.healing and that is across all of my social media platforms so i've kept it consistent and easy for everybody uh-huh. um and my um my website is just soaringsparrowhealing.com.au so nice and simple um, easy to find and yes
0: yeah and you and Ashley runs events she has these mind-blowing one-to-one offers that are just total turn on so please go in and have a look and I believe are you most active on Instagram that's where we connect the most but you've got Facebook as well
1: yeah yep Yep. so Instagram and Facebook are my main two um Instagram more so but I do definitely send me a message on Facebook and I'm I'm definitely still present there as well but Instagram I just I
0: just love the... Community. I know, I know, it's everything. It's reels, it's all the, like, it's, it's a playground. It feels yeah. like a playground to me and a very connected playground where you're like, oh, hey,
2: like, Fancy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. wonderful. Um, Ashley, thank you so much for sharing more about what it's like, what your journey's been like and what it's like to be um, my, one of my very, very cherished top priority clients, <laughs> highest priority <laughs> clients. <laughs> Oh and God, um, and everyone please go check out Ashley's work
2: mm,
1: yes thank you it has been such a pleasure I like I cannot express enough gratitude or enough words <laughs> I'm gonna get emotional again um, <laughs> <laughs> for what you have empowered me to do and what you have really unlocked within me and I know that your work will continue to work through me as I continue to work through other women and empower mm. other women and it really is about creating that ripple effect and that ripple that ripple change and that's it is. that's
0: what we're-, what we're here to do that's what we're here to do To expand into the new wave of fem power in business and beyond, where energy comes first and strategy comes second, you need to speak up and step forward. If you want to be considered as a cherished mentoring client of mine, DM me on Instagram to start the best conversation about your business and brand you've never had. (laughs)